Looks like stuff is heating up right now up in Canada, man. It looks like there was a shootout between the outlaws and the loners. And then an AOA clubhouse burns down. And we don't know if it is related or not. The news is just reporting it could be. So we're not going to make any assumptions on that one. We're just going to cover what we see in this sucker here today. We're going to get ready to share a screen here because what do we got here? There we go. We're going to be talking about some motorcycle events first. Then we'll go into uh, some other news like the Harley Davidson 120th is about to happen. First, let's go into some motorcycle events here. Looks like yeah, the motorcycle spades run is Saturday, August 19th, and they're claiming it's going to be the first of its kind. A spades run, the charity event is similar to a poker run, except it involves the game of spades. That, that's the first time I heard of it. Get ready to ride with us Saturday, August 19th, with registration starting at 8.30 a.m., Join us at 1384 South Lake Parkway, Morrow, Georgia, for an unforgettable day of motorcycle fun. You don't have to be a pro at spades to participate. Just come with a positive attitude, your motorcycle and gear, friends and club members, and willingness to have a good time. After the ride, they're going to be having a barbecue where you can grab a bite to eat and mingle with other riders. Again, this is sponsored by Thunder Tower West Harley Davidson, Saturday, August 19th, Atlanta. Let's see here, AtlantaSpadesRun.com. Good stuff right there. Also, here we got Cave Spring Motorcycle Rally and Music uh, Festival. It is being sponsored by the Cave Spring Downtown Development Authority, July 28th. Friday, uh, yeah, Friday, July 28th, 10 a.m., uh, Saturday, July 29th at 11 p.m. Here's all the vendor information here. Uh, Missy, 706-331-3005. You can leave a message there, and it's going to be at the Big Cedar Festival uh, Grounds, 125 Davis Road in Cave Spring, Georgia, and it's going to be uh, $20 for Friday, $35 for Saturday, or $45 for a weekend pass. And it's also going to be sponsored by Viking Bags. Rock and roll there, man. Rock and roll. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, as far as more information on the Harley Davidson 120th, that everybody's been talking about forever. Here we go. Yes, updates. Ellie Nakamoto White joins us from Veterans Park, the center of the upcoming homecoming festival. Hello, Ellie. Bill, it's going to be four full days and four full nights of fun here on Milwaukee's lakefront with stunt shows, vendors, and of course, live music from headliners like the Foo Fighters and Green Day. But with all of that added traffic, there's added responsibility for drivers on the road. We are the motorcycling mecca of America. Milwaukee, known for its cheese, its beer, and its wheels. 
the hometown of Harley-Davidson since 1903. The motorcycling culture is imperative to Milwaukee. Kathy Dial took her first ride when she was 15. Imagine what it feels like to fly and be free. And now as the regional representative for grassroots motorcycle safety organization Abate. I've been apart six years now. Dial works to ensure those on the bikes are safe on the streets. On all of the billboards that you're going to see going across the highways, ABA has worked really hard with the Department of Transportation to make sure that there's signs that say look twice for motorcycles. An important reminder is tens of thousands are planning to celebrate Harley-Davidson's 120th birthday this week at Veterans Park. So it's not one person's responsibility. We want to increase our safety as much as we can. Wisconsin State Patrol Trooper Michael Lawson says motorcycle accidents already increase in the summer. More people are out on the bikes and everybody's traveling and going on vacation and trying to enjoy this nice weather while we have it here in Wisconsin. So wearing safety gear like long pants and helmets, not driving while impaired, and double checking your blind spots are key. And let's make sure that it's clear or that someone's not coming through. All of us motorcyclists really want to be able to get home to our own families. We are all moms, dads, sisters, brothers. Everybody on this bike has got somebody that loves them at home. The event runs from July 13th through the 16th. Riders from all across the world are expected to come. Live Rock and roll there. If you're going to the 120th, make sure you be careful. I'm telling you what, in Milwaukee, it's worse than Chicago. Their highways are freaking, you know, it's like you're squished in a can down there in downtown. And people do not watch for motorcycles. Bad stuff down in Milwaukee, man. It's not the best place to drive through. Trust me. We have a motorcycle chase. Yes, a motorcycle chase right now the suspect overnight and our KOCO crews on the scene early this morning KOCO's Audrey Goodson she is live this morning with the details from officers Audrey Shelby Kylie good morning this all got started just after midnight when officers tried pulling over a motorcycle that was speeding through multiple red lights near Northwest 50th and Penn they say he ran multiple red lights and they attempted to pull him over and that's when he took off that motorcycle was hitting speeds of at least 90 miles an hour and at one point he hit a u-turn in the middle of the road clipping and causing damage to an Oklahoma City police car. That suspect kept driving and was eventually taken into custody at Northwest 39th Expressway. That's just east of Portland. Now we're hoping to have another update on the situation later this morning from Oklahoma City Police, so make sure you're sticking with us. In Oklahoma City, Audrey Goodson, KOCO 5. Coming up, our main story. It seems like uh, things are heating up up in Canada. Seems that there was, uh, as the media says, a gunfight between the outlaws and the loners. And then all of a sudden, a clubhouse went up in flames. Let's uh, see about the shooting first. Cornwall, we're just steps away from busy restaurants and shops. A violent shooting sent multiple people to hospital. It happened before dark in an area where there's lots of families and young ones raising safety concerns. The shooting took place in the small parking lot on Vincent Massey Drive near 14th Street West, just south of the 401. CTV's Natalie Van Roy is back from Cornwall with the latest. Natalie. Kimberly Cornwall police confirmed three people were injured in the shooting and remain in hospital in stable condition. But the extent of their injuries still unclear. We now know that more than one person is in custody, but investigators didn't confirm how many people were arrested. 
What looks like blood splatter lining a pathway near a parking lot in Cornwall where shots were fired Saturday night. One of my servers was on the break and she said, Chef, uh, somebody's uh, fighting here. And then I, I came to the window and I saw it and uh, people are punching and uh, like a lot of blood I have seen. What started as a fight between several people who police say knew each other escalated quickly. Investigators say three people were shot around 8.20 p.m. Oh, There's so much blood and uh, one person he was on the floor and he couldn't uh, stand or walk. And uh, the police gave the first aid to the, to the people and right away ambulance came in. The violent incident unfolding at a busy time in this parking lot at Vincent Massey Drive and 14th Street West. It's getting a little scary. You know, we're seniors. We go out in the evening here because we always find it very safe. I don't know what to say. It's a little shocking, you know, really for Cornwall. Nearby, there's restaurants, a gas station, shops and many businesses. This is where the main uh, restaurants are Saturday night. They're all full. They have outside dining and this is the main road for anything. Cornwall paramedics said the three people injured were taken to hospital in Ottawa in stable condition. So we also closed early uh, yesterday um, because uh, a lot of my, my I have a customer inside, inside my restaurant and they were they're all watching from here and uh, so we told the customer don't go out and because I uh, know we want a we want safe environment here police say more than one person has been arrested but did not confirm how many people it was really a nightmare and all my servers uh, last night they texted me that you know they are really scared and you know I have to call them and I said okay now calm down and the police will take care of it quiet now but the investigation into the triple shooting is ongoing Okay, that's about the shooting part of it. And it looks like this out of big 96.3, a massive fire breaks out at Outlaws Motorcycle, and they call it a gang clubhouse in Brockville. And there you just see the, what's left of the clubhouse burnt to the ground. Uh, police have confirmed that a massive fire affecting multiple buildings in the city began at a biker gang clubhouse. Brockville Fire Chief uh, Chris Paul said no one was injured as a result of the fire, but more than 17 buildings, holy cow, uh, were affected by the heat and blaze, causing more than $4 million. Wow. $4 million in damages. The fire began early Monday at what is widely known to be the Outlaw Motorcycle Clubhouse. Paul said that firefighters are treating the incident as suspicious and that Brockville police are investigating the blaze. Outlaw violence in Cornwall this weekend, although Brockville police wouldn't comment on links between the two cases, there was outlaw-related activity in Cornwall. According to the Cornwall police, a violent altercation broke out Saturday night between the outlaws and another rival biker gang, the loners, two people were stabbed and one was shot. All were rushed to the hospital, but no updates were given on the state of their injury. What is it? Uh, injuries. And on Monday, police released an update saying they have arrested five individuals in the incident. 
heating up up there, man. Heating up. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow. We'll be right back. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rockin' metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the King of Biker Radio. A hundred days have made me older Since the last time that I saw your pretty face A thousand lives have made me colder And I don't think I can look at this the same But all minds that separate Disappear now when I'm dreaming of your face I'm here without you, baby But you're still Yes. 
taking flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi likes. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. Taco Thursday. It's here. Yes, get yourself a pink taco if you haven't. Uh, get what you like. If you like hot dogs, that's up to you. But uh, personally, I like pink tacos. I think I'll get like an Italian sausage. Oh, you want an Italian sausage? <laughs> I got an Italian sausage for you. Maybe, uh, you know, there's no, some I Maxwell's. No, I said sausage, not snossages. Oh, ow. Snoss, snoss, no, no snossage. You need to like cut your hair or something, man, because it's like irritating the shit out of me now. Why? It it just is. I think you need a new hairstyle. Why? Because it's like too long. You look like a rooster's tail. <laughs> a rooster's ass, maybe. So you want me to short it? I, I don't know, man. What do you guys and gals think? She has to do something different with it. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. It's no, like, I don't. You're like looking 70 years old now. I am not. You know you're going to be 70 in 20 years, right? <laughs> 60 and 10? Yeah, and? That's a new way of thinking about it. When you get old, that's how you look at things. And your point? I'm just saying, man. That's how you look at things nowadays. How's everybody doing over on Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, baby? That 24-7 of rock and roll. What do you think about that show last night? Our first show, me, Mikey. You actually came by. And I didn't know. Graced us with your presence. Oh wow! Tell the truth, Hollywood. What did I do? Messaged me before the show saying, "Hey, by the way, you're coming into the show." Yeah, because I know you <laughs> wanted to ask something. I know that was a subject that you like. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I oh. think it was a great thing with uh, Nitro from the Guardian Riders MC and what he does as a club. And next week we might actually have a special guest. Uh, we were talking about a little girl and lily bell lily bell and her parents and her grandfather might come on and she was one of the recipients of the charity of guardian riders mm -hmm. it was a beautiful thing yeah and she's just a baby she's just a baby <laughs> we might see a little baby you know china down melts when there's babies around oh my god yeah total mom slash grandma mode goes Bam! Right in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold it. What did you learn from the interview last night there, China Dell? No, I'm just going to stick with the same thing I kind of touched base on last night and saying that, that what you see in the news isn't always what bikers do. Well, that's true. And, you know, you see a lot of and the yeah, bad stuff. But it, it's, all, it's, always about, it's always about bad stuff. Because why? It bleeds the leads. It fits their narrative. But the, that group, uh, Guardian Bikers, they do so much for battered women and children and handicapped children. And it's, like, amazing. I learned things last night that I had no idea. Well, that, you know, that's good. And that's what we're going to be doing. Me and Mike on that show on Mondays, we're going to be trying to bring out the clubs, the associations, uh, different type of people that really help their community out. And I think it's a, you know, a different angle as far as the channel's concerned. Well, it's about Monday time nights. somebody puts all the good stuff out of uh, motorcycle clubs out there. It is, and I think we're going to take it uh, 
way out there to the extreme of getting these type of uh, good guests on because like you said there's always bad stuff in the news you know what i mean and it gets old well it does get old real quick uh hopefully uh things change and it's kind of funny uh how people because i actually did a biker angle yesterday talking about the bulletproof vest and people you know sometimes they don't listen they don't have their listening ears on basically that whole segment was about why the hell has it come to people feeling they need to wear bulletproof vest in the club scene because they're afraid another club member is going to shoot them off their bike it's a sad state of affairs that it's came down to that but it isn't an everyday thing that you see like i say it's an international type of news program so you're gonna see that stuff every day but it's really not like that every day uh but i i did i loved having that uh nitro on yeah that was good it was good let's see if you could top it next monday i think we can i think we can well if you got a baby on oh hopefully we can raise some money for her yeah that'd be nice that would be an awesome thing uh show just how good our audience really is Mm -hmm. definitely let's bring bring it up a notch bring it on bring it so what's taco tuesday mean to you i eat nacho fries for for breakfast you love nacho fries (laughs) No, this is homemade nacho fries. That's what me and Corey are making for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I get the same damn thing every damn day now. Well, instead of making nachos, because you said nachos aren't like real food. No, they're not. It's an appetizer. Yeah. So we're going to just up it a notch with our appetizer that we're using as a meal. <laughs> and instead of, because I'm tired of tortilla chips. It's so boring. So we're throwing some crinkle cut fries down on the bottom of our nachos. By the way, Sostagosa's channel, Demon's Row, is back up. Uh, You know what? That kind of pissed me off yesterday because they took his stuff down. I guess he's been doing some uh, opinion pieces on what's going on in the country right now. And because they didn't like his opinion, it looks like they jerked his channel down. And that's that's such crap, because if you look at the videos, there's nothing really wrong with what he said. It's just because people at YouTube didn't agree with that viewpoint. They wanted to take his ass down. And that's a sad state of affairs, especially when you build up a business. There has to be some way an attorney can really tear apart the partner program's term of service. Because it's funny, you know, yeah, they have the platform, but without creators, they have nothing. They don't have no product, nothing. And there has to be something that can be done to prevent that kind of bullshit from happening anymore. And, you know, if they could do it to him, they could do it to you if they don't like what the hell they're hearing and I think that's one of the reasons why I started the the radio show up on the radio is because if that ever happens, everybody can listen to us live on the radio. You know, there's a ton of people already on it right now. Shout out. But something has to be done. This is getting stupid now. You know, when one of your own that, uh, you know, get hit, it kind of wakes you up. 
it, mm. it really does. It wakes you to hell up. Uh, he would get it back, no problem. Yeah, we know, Mike, but, you know, the problem with it is it was taken down in the first place. That was just ignorant. It's stupid. And it's time for people to grow up that work at these damn social media companies. You know, this is the real world. But that's what we put into society now is these crybaby kids. Uh, you got an update in our town now. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> about the drag queen. What do you got as an update? Our town freaked. Our town is like retarded. Not even going to lie. So at our lovely local library, uh, it's going to be going on uh, this Friday. I should just call you monotone freaking China though. The drag Q&A has been moved to 4.30 and 5, to 5.30 p.m. And there will be a registration link event on Facebook because it's all going to be virtual. <laughs> yeah, they had to go virtual, man. They're afraid that, uh, you know, there's going to be a lynch mob or something out there. And this is not the town to do this, so I don't understand it, these idiots and the veracity because the one thing I would have said if they would have let me in that meeting is, you know what, you cocksuckers from Chicago and New York, you come in the small towns and you ruin everything. You bring your ideology, your politics into these towns and ruin it. And it is sad and it's kind of hypocritical when you think about it. You know, I was just talking to my brother down in Florida where he said everybody from New York and Chicago, Chicago is mostly on the Tampa Bay side, I guess, and New York on his side. And they go down there to escape all the bullshit, but then bring it with them. You know, that's I, I'm afraid for Florida and Texas, but go ahead. Well, they're they're going pretty incognito uh no list of participants will be shown cameras and microphones will be disabled chat questions will be received by the moderator and no one else will be able to see any messages so basically what they're doing is trying to shut it all down if you believe in something and this is what i'm talking about with these uh you know jackasses on youtube and tiktok if you believe in something, show your face and show who you are and make your argument. Don't be a bitch. So the only person's face that will be visible from what it seems is the drag queen crystal ball. I bet uh, I bet uh, his parents are so proud of him <laughs> dressing up like a chick. And then they go even further saying in order to register the first come first serve will be those that register for the for the event with their library card number. So they're making it even more difficult for people to get into this virtual thing. Well, like I Unless said, Unless they have a library. Card. If you're proud of your freaking stance, why can't you show your face? That is just like these retards that go around on YouTube and stuff and make spoof videos and all these other claims, but they can't get their ass on and be a man. 
and stand up and say, yeah, this is what I believe, but they're little bitches. So it shall be interesting to see whether or not there's anyone standing outside the library from between 4 and 6 p.m. on Friday. I say protest the shit out of that. Because of the fact that they will not be giving out the location of the drag queen. Of course not. But you'll, you will so, you can read it to our kids. You know, I'm not going to go in that a whole damn thing. But, you know, where is it said that you're going to have a random man read to a kid, bunch of kids? Well, they're not reading. They're Q&Aing. And what's even funnier is. But if you think about it, how do you even know if they're hiding the conversation? Like the the chat's not going to be up on the screen. So how do you know if these questions are actually from people? It's not going to be. Like, it's like, going to be staged. Like it, every damn Democrat does a stage. I mean, whatever. for all we know, they're just questions that Crystal Ball wanted specifically to answer. So, well, yeah, it's pre-written, just like all these he, politicians he, at he, a town hall. He, she, whatever is pretty much bringing their own questions because without seeing a live chat, you're going to have no clue whether or not these questions are legitly asked by people. Well, you know what, Jason, that would be an event that would be perfect for the Guardian writers. I bet they all be out there in force. And, you know, what's, uh, you know, kind of disappointing to me is when these events aren't happening bikers should be pulling up like 200 bikes and just rub the shit out of them they drowned them out that's what i think should happen so we'll we'll have to see i will have to uh since i am not working friday i will have to walk over which is a whole block away and uh, see whether or not there's people outside the library. And if there protest, are, I if say. If there are, I will shoot a little bit of video and hand it protest over to Hollywood. It. So we'll give you an update on what it, what if anything occurs on uh, Monday morning. Yeah, by the way, I forgot to freaking link this, this stream to the other stream. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about on members only union or non-union if you would want to join or not uh what they're about all that good stuff uh right now we're going to be talking about nine signs your psychiatrist isn't right for you this is a hot topic man it really is a hot topic i believe and this is my beliefs that you cannot fill out a form and then diagnose you right on the spot if it was your first time going there, I believe it takes a couple sessions at least at the bare minimum to be diagnosed with a mental disease. Now, if you look at it, how long does it take you to get to know a person? Say you meet at a bar and you think there's a potential friendship there. How long does it take to get to know them? Oh, quite a while. Definitely not in an hour. <laughs> quite no, you know, hold on. I'm gonna walk you through this one. How long does it take you to get to know a person? Well, to be honest with you, you could be friends with somebody for years and still not fully know a person. Exactly. Now you take that and you look at how a psychiatrist that you don't know, you walk in there. You answer a few questions on a piece of paper, and next thing you know, they're 
picking up their prescription pad and trying to write you prescriptions for drugs. Mm -hmm. I want to know from you what you think. You think that is right? Honestly, I do not. And whether they're having you, you know, just answer questions verbally or fill out their famous, are you depressed form? Mm -hmm. uh, you can't go based off of a one hour visit and sit there and prescribe medication after just talking to somebody for an hour. Now, let me take a devil's advocate uh, position. Uh, and I'm just going to make up a freaking, you know, fantasy freaking type of situation here. You have your partner walk into a psychiatrist's office, uh, knowing she needs a little help, you know, needs a little help. And you, she comes back saying, yeah, he prescribed me three medications. And she says, well, I'm supposed to take them. And the other person goes back and says, you know what? Them are some hardcore freaking meds. You shouldn't be taking them until you get to know your problem or go to counseling. And then walks away screaming and yelling about how much you're a dickhead. <laughs> what? I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Maybe it was a moment. <laughs> Maybe it was a moment for him, but uh, how, why would a person look on somebody else because they're looking out for their best interest because they're not? Well, because get a, lot that of, kind of pushback. A, a lot of people feel that, okay, yeah, understandably, <clears throat> after an hour, you shouldn't really be writing out prescriptions. I think you need a few visits before you write out prescriptions for people. Unless, of course, it's like an antibiotic or something, you know. But if you're writing down these medications that will alter their brain chemicals, mm -hmm. you definitely don't just start pushing meds after an hour visit. I like what Rage says. How, uh, how to know your psychiatrist is bad. You get diagnosed in one session. How do you know uh, your psychiatrist is perfect? She spends every session blowing you depression gone. Uh, back in the good old days, we just ostracized the weirdos. Uh, no drugs go herbal. You know, and you know what? Mental illness is a very serious disease. So I don't understand why psychiatrists wouldn't take the time to get, actually get to know you. Is it something that they're taught in school? Hey, go get hooked up with a drug company and push their shit. Well, that's usually their narrative is they push like for years and years and years and years. The biggest thing to push was Xanax. Because and why? now they won't even prescribe it, you cocksuckers. You put people in freaking, uh, you know, where they need it all the time. Now you won't give it to them. Because they get in good with these, you know, pharmaceutical companies. And if they prescribe specific medications, they get a kickback. So, of course, they're going to go for the most hardcore meds to, you know, prescribe to their patients. Now, one thing I did was uh, I pulled up. Uh, I just picked out medications just off the top of my head that I've heard about and Respidol, you know, 
let's read what respital me is. Did you got that on your screen? No, I just have the things about the psychiatry. I pull that up right away. Why I talk to these good fine people, uh, and the the bad cases do rich go to uh, where people don't get treated and they're put in the streets or. You know, what's even worse is they're put in prisons because, you know, nobody can handle them. Do you got it? Respidone. Give me a give me a definition of respidone. The definition or the description of what description respidone is used to treat schizophrenia, bipolar disorder or irritable irritable uh, irritability associated with autistic disorder. This medicine should not be used to treat behavioral problems in older adults who have dementia. So if you walk into a psychiatrist's office and next thing you know, they got you filling out forms, blah, blah, blah. Are you depressed? Do you have this or that? And uh, that sounds like a pretty hardcore medication for schizophrenia. Why would somebody that don't know you pick up their prescription tab and just write a prescription for something like that? My question is to you. Because they think they're going to solve all the problems with medication and that's not always the case. Exactly. Uh, Sometimes people don't need to be medicated. Sometimes people just need an outlet for to talk things over. Well, that's true. Uh, Now, if we take your crazy ass for an example, (laughs) because you're a mental retard. uh, Do you believe that somebody should be prescribed something like that? And how long do you think it should take before they do prescribe that kind of medication? Well, I think you should. Well, for one, as far as going to see a psychiatrist, a one hour visit, you shouldn't be. I don't think they should be prescribing medication on the first visit at all. I think it should be at least two or three visits before any medication of any kind. Plus, not just visits with the psychiatrist, but also counselor. Mm. It needs to be in combination. Yes, you go see the psychiatrist maybe once a month, but in the meantime, in between those psychiatry visits, you need to be speaking to a counselor. At least somebody gets to know you. Because I think a counselor is going to get more information and and be a little bit more in in tune with you than the actual psychiatrist. I think they actually get more information. I think, again, they get to know you. And I have heard that counselors and psychiatrists, a lot of times they don't get along. Mm. But because a psychiatrist is a so-called doctor, they have to be listened to. And the counselor's like a piece of shit. But like I said earlier, people get all crazy and stuff like that. They can end up in prison by just some of the medication that they're put on. Right. What's one of the signs? Uh, They don't treat you as the subject matter expert of your own life. First and foremost, you are the expert on your own life. You live in your body. You know your circumstances, your environment day in and day out. 
I don't care how much education someone has or how many letters they have behind their name. Absolutely nothing can make up for the for what you've lived in your experience. Only you will know if something is right or wrong for you. And I think it's very well said. What's that mean to you, though? Basically, the psychiatrist doesn't treat you as if they they treat you based on your answers. They're not treating you based on what you've gone through because they, they're not the ones living in your shoes. Mm. And in an hour's time, you're sitting there and they write you three. They, they you know, call you in three prescriptions with only knowing you for an hour and only asking specific questions in that hour. By the way, this is a very personal subject for uh, Chinadel. <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Because I'm probably going to get yelled at after the show. But uh, on this show, we actually are very honest with our listeners, the Madhouse crew. Yeah. And, you know, I said earlier, this is devil's advocate playland, but this is actually something that happened to me yesterday that happened to <laughs> China now. And I was called a prick, a dick, an asshole for telling her. <laughs> You know what? Because as soon as I heard Respital, I said, you're fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. I was like, you take that shit. I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Yes. I went to my very first after about years of seeing a psychiatrist yesterday. Because mm. she crazy. She cuckoo. After uh, uh, members only. Uh, and uh, I was there only an hour. And he did prescribe me three different medications in an hour's time. But my question is to you is and why, the hell, why the hell did you get so pissed off at me for trying to protect you? Because I wasn't in my right mind frame because you caught me off guard because I just got home from the shrink. <laughs> and there's nothing bad about home. going to see a shrink. If you live with Hollywood, you need one too. Yeah, you do. But. <laughs> you told you know you were you were all happy go lucky and as soon as you said respital i wanted to kill you well that's not all the meds either that's just one of the three um so it was a regular monday then Jason yeah, it's says. pretty much a regular monday here in the here in the house of us <laughs> and that's a good point but rim uh one problem is they almost generalize your system symptoms and it's like writing a common prescription uh or writing a common script and don't look further to in to see what an actual planned solution could be uh go ahead and the i mean the diagnoses that i received were the same diagnoses that i've received in the past so that didn't change but going through all the past drug history that i was prescribed <laughs> that i had adverse ref uh you know so-called adverse uh effects yeah so-called adverse effects too uh see the problem with china now she has anxiety so if she picks up a pill she thinks she's gonna die <laughs> or that she's having uh an allergic reaction when in reality she fucking ain't 
uh you know it, it, it's funny sometimes see i can't get you know what i think weed uh cures everything and you know the problem with her is she smokes weed she gets stupid and paranoid she don't let the health effects kick in uh so i think i gotta get her a good supply of gummies because she really don't get that fucked up on gummies now wouldn't you rather take a natural product like thc instead of freaking respital I'd rather just keep being me. You see, you keep on saying that. I would. I'd rather be just me instead of dealing with the BS that what they think they're going to be able to do with all these stupid prescriptions. So how did it make you feel after I finally got into the meat of the subject? No, besides I, calling me a dick asshole well, prick fuck you i call you those anyways so it's not like it matters it was just you know that was it was timing <laughs> that's what she always says when uh she wants to be a prick to me it was all about timing okay you know? again how did it make you feel after you sat and listened eventually you came to a good decision yeah i didn't fill any of the well the prescriptions are there i just didn't pick any of them up Mm -hmm. no i didn't and why is that um because she's gonna come back and blame me that she didn't get her prescriptions no Watch. i did more in-depth research on the medication and did it and, scare you yeah it did and so i was just like because mm. let's be honest man when people are getting prescribed medication it is fucking with the chemicals in your head yeah it is screwing your chemical balance all up. And I think that's the reason why I take it so uh, serious is because I've seen people get fucked up. I've seen friends that got put on that shit and they're fucking zombies now. I've seen it. What's the second one? The second med or the second? <laughs> no, the second uh, thing. You want more of the meds? I mean, I've got my med list up. But go ahead. Uh, the second thing for <laughs> this is um, the psychiatrist judges you on your appearance. Oh, man. Even they're prone to judge people by appearance, just like a regular one. Um, I purposely went into the psychiatrist's office with tattoos not showing. I wore a hoodie. And some of the questions he was asking, and, and for one, I was super uncomfortable to begin with. Yeah, guys, he got in dog English. <laughs> he could who the fuck wouldn't want to see a guy who couldn't talk he English? Could, he, broken he, ass. Yeah, he could. He, I had a hard time understanding him for one, uh, because of his broken English, uh, but. He basically was judging me by my looks as well, um, because at one point it was hot in the office, so I did take off my hoodie, and I was there in just my tank top and my stretch pants. And then the minute I took that hoodie off, he just was staring, and I'm not saying at my boobs because there ain't none. He was staring at my arms. And then was trying to make judgments on that. He was making judgments and asking questions about why I chose to get as many tattoos as I have. And I'm like, well, this is only part of them. 
<laughs> I'm like, I have over 54. More people, the suicidal after taking antidepressants. I believe that's the case. Uh, uh, dirty knobs. I really do. I really do. Cause it messes with all your chemicals, but they are judgmental. Them pricks. Mm -hmm. And they really don't like to be challenged. See, that's why I wouldn't do good in a kind of freaking format like that with a psychiatrist. And and I will say that I, you know, I did stand up for myself and question why he was already prescribing meds. But at the same time, you sat there and said, well, he told me I had to take him when you got home. I did. And you were going to go get him because he sat there and kept saying how I need them and how they will help me function. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty functional now without them. <laughs> You'll be a fucking zombie on respital. So I'm pretty functional without them. So, you know, and you got to remember with these psychiatrists, they actually work with these damn pharmaceutical companies that prescribe this shit, just like any other doctor. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful out there. And, uh, you know, that's why I'd never, you know, personally you need to, but I don't. Need, I'll never see a psychiatrist because I'm a fucking dick because I'll challenge them at every point I can because if somebody would try to tell me hey you need this and this and this I'd be like why because of a piece of fucking paper with uh, questions on it no I did not even answer I did not answer on a piece of paper so you had to answer to him yeah he asked me dozens of questions and based them all and he even checked my memory to see if he started out by <laughs> give, he started out by giving me three words to remember. Uh, and I, I had been one of them guys that would have said tits, ass. <laughs> so taco. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I still remember the three words today. It was paper, pen, and telephone. Dumbass. And he had me remember those and say them back to him at the end of the hour, thinking I would have forgotten those three items. But anyway, what's the third one here? What's the third sign? They diagnose quickly and liberally. Oh, was Hollywood right or wrong? <laughs> is that one of them times that you're going to say Hollywood is right? Well, I'm not going to argue the, the, the diagnosis because I've been diagnosed. This is the third <laughs> psychiatrist that has diagnosed me with the same shit. So I'm not going to without argue. getting to know you. And yeah. that's what I have a problem with is these people don't know who the fuck you are. I don't care if it's three psychiatrists because you, it, you know what? It's like them psychics. You know how they ask you different questions so they can go do a different route. But see, I that's was, what they do to the patient. But I was smart at, at this psychiatrist. I, I gave very short answers just to see what was going to happen. And based off my short answers and not long drawn out stories. Yeah. But you know, all they have to do is hear mood or how you feel. Mm. And then they put it into a category. They really don't know. Yeah. You know, do I believe you have PTSD? Yes. Do I believe you have bipolar? Yes. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> and anxiety. But I know you. Yeah. But I know I would uh, hope so. We've been together 29 years, <laughs> but I know you enough that you don't I don't want my wife to be a zombie. 
No, which has happened in the past with medications I was prescribed. I literally couldn't function on the medication. Like, uh, and here she's about to take respital. I should I punch her in the mouth. Touched the meds. Yeah, They're but you there. got any argument with me and called me all kinds of fucking names more than you usually do. <laughs> Because I was trying I didn't to, make any up this time because I was trying to protect you and I think it is a spouse's duty to protect their other spouse. And now if you do ask whether or not Hollywood knows what was discussed at the at the session, he does not. I don't ask. <laughs> he doesn't. Ask. I don't care about that. He doesn't care what was talked about. His concern is always, you know, I always tell him what what the diagnosis was. And his other concern is what medications did he prescribe? Other than that, he knows nothing that is discussed when I go there. See, the difference between me Funny and you, thing crazy is, hair, is, uh, you know, he says, I seen this one wacko asking me if I masturbated. He wanted to flip his desk. My dumb ass would have pulled my pecker out and started masturbating in front of him. Yes, I masturbate. But go ahead. But the funny thing is, is, uh, and, and I'm... Hollywood was not mentioned at all at my first session. <laughs> you're not even supposed to talk about uh, you're not no, but supposed I'm, to tell me what was going on. I don't like hearing about that. That's well, your personal I am just business. letting you know. I did not bring you up. It was all about stuff from my 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 child. Wait until she gets in the counseling and see what Hollywood comes up. You, you know, well, just listen to one of his shows and you'll see what the hell I have to go through. Be like, here, watch this. <laughs> this is what I deal with every day. He's such a dick. Yeah, damn right. So, but I do believe, you know, you got to protect your spouse no matter what. If even if it's uh, they don't agree with you or hate you for even bringing it up, you you got to do it because you know these people can hurt your spouse with these medications. And I will say that he did when he gave me my diagnoses. He did specifically say the words for now. After he gave me my diagnosis. So if you're going to say hey, for now, then why the hell did you just write me three scripts, dickhead? That would have been the first thing out of my mouth. Yeah, he wrote me three scripts and then told me to stay on the one medication I'm on now. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> that's what I would have said. See, that's why and I the, can't get along with these rich people. I can't get along with people that are uppity uppity. The extensive research I did like for uh, the medication was I put them in a search engine to see if they were compatible with my current med that I'm on. Mm. And the Respiradol is not. Ooh. It says that it's a big no-no to take the Respiradol with my current medication. Ooh. So Hollywood so, saved your life. Well, I didn't look that up till I got home after. You know what morning. you needed to do is go on to chat GPT. They would have told you everything. So what I did find out that the main med that they wanted me to go on does not. It clashes with my current med. Yeah, because your current med makes you sleep and respital really fucks you up where you sleep. So you'd have been in a coma pretty much. And he wanted me to take the respital when I got up in the morning. So I don't know how I would have functioned. You wouldn't know. <laughs> What's another one of these uh, nine signs your psychiatrist isn't right for you and me? You know what? I, I I'm not trying to bang on freaking Hindus and stuff like that. But if you if I can't understand your ass, I don't want you to deal with me. I'm just I'm trying to be honest here. 
if you talk broken broken English, I don't want you dealing with me. Most of most of the visit was me going, what? <laughs> huh? Because I couldn't understand what he was saying. Uh, they prescribed the same medications over and over to people. Oh, which you never know who. How oh, many? People. I guarantee. I. Know I'm just saying. That. You personally don't know how many times the medication that they prescribe is prescribed to other people because you don't know other people's business. But being that he jumped on the Rusperdal, not to mention Latuda. Uh. <laughs> that was the other one. Uh, that was the other one. Uh, he jumped on those so fast that uh, it's it's like they got a pre-planned. Okay, I got to sell this much. Uh, rep. Uh, re what is it again? Repidol. Respiratol. Respiratol. I got to sell this uh, much a day to make my bonus. And you know, crazy uh, hair has a question to you. Yeah. Uh, the psychiatrist doctor would get shook up if he would see me. Is that true or not? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an argumentative motherfucker, ain't I? <laughs> well, for one, uh, the guy was like the same height as me. And Hollywood is like about four or five inches taller than me. So I'd be like, you fucking uh, midget. And yeah, Hollywood probably would have made him uncomfortable, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, like crazy, you know, he was asked by a psychologist, uh, crazy hair, if he masturbated, I would have, I would have pulled my pecker out and started masturbating. Well, trust me, some of the questions that were highly entertaining that I had to deal with. Now, some uh, of road them I rage, actually told him I was uncomfortable answering on a first visit. Road rage, uh, his doc gave him two prescriptions, never said anything about not mixing them. Pharmacist never mentioned interaction. Follow-up call a week later from the nurse told me mixing them is fatal. They don't do any research. It's up to you to do your research. It's your body. <coughs> and that is one of the reasons why I won't touch the Rusperdals because they said it's, a, it's fatal if I mix it with my current medication. What's another sign here? They don't because there's a lot of people out there with some mental problems, man. Me, I got mental issues. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm a psycho fuck. They don't take potential side effects into the question, especially considering your unique daily demands and circumstances. What I don't understand when they prescribe medication, why they go at the daily dose as far as the maintenance doses. Why don't they build you up? then you wouldn't have as many freaking side effects. Okay. You want to take 20 milligrams of say Lexapro, start them off at five, then go to 10, then 15, then get them on the maintaining dose. But they never do that. They say, here, take it. And here you are like a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You can't function. I never understood that. Well, it took like the medication that I'm on uh, uh, on right now. I'm on 150 milligrams, but I started at 50. Yeah, they built you up because those only came in 50 increments. So they they built me up to the 150. So by the way, Hollywood has a question here. Oh, uh, yeah. Am I going to get yelled at for bringing this up? No, I don't care. <laughs> She's lying. 
No, she's lying. As long as I mean, you're you're keeping my privacy as far as not having me discuss what I talked about in the thing. So, no, I don't care. I had a feeling this was going to come out today after I seen. Uh, here's the topic for tomorrow. I said, why? What a coincidence. That's <laughs> because I want other people to know it is dangerous if you don't take control of your own life. Yeah. As far as your body's concerned. Yes, I recognize people have mental issues. Obviously. But at the same time, I recognize there's people out there that don't have your best interest in mind. No. It's all about money. See, I look at things from a different point of view where other people just look at it from one view. And that's not healthy. Me, I'm cynical of people. I have to see all sides. And people don't realize either that a lot of people have opposite effects to medication, meaning like I'm going to give Xanax as an example. Xanax is supposed to... um, Help You're you. right, Rich. Oh, the wood is going to get yelled at. You can bet your ass on that. Uh, Xanax is supposed to help calm you down, and it kind of does make you tired. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Xanax for me, this is why I don't take it, <laughs> gives me insomnia. Right. Which is the opposite effect of what it's supposed to do. But you, you'll, you'll eat a freaking gummy and fall right to sleep. No, I'll take the prescription I already have and I fall asleep within 15 minutes. Yeah, but what is it better to have a natural type of thing than a pharmaceutical? I'm on a pharmaceutical. That's what I mean, but it, wouldn't it be better to have a non-pharmaceutical and uh, THC? No side effects? I don't know. Sometimes the, th- the Sometimes the gummies are good and sometimes they're not. I think it depends on how my mood is before I take it. No, it is you get paranoid for no reason at all. I know. I'm dying. Take me to the hospital. Dude, you just smoked a joint. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) I told you just to hit it once, but I didn't feel nothing. (laughs) Four hits later. (laughs) You feeling it now? (laughs) I don't like it. Where are you going? I'm going to pee. No, you're not. Stay right here. I'm dying. Yeah, that is actually that is, happened. That is so me. <laughs> did that actually happen or what? Yes, it did. <laughs> I'm going to bed. No, I'm going to die. Take me to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Totally was. I haven't smoked a joint since. <laughs> but you'll eat gummies. I will. Why? Because, and I got to admit, man, they don't have THC that uh, I remember, man. It was like 7%. Now and, it's and, like And 50. I'm not going to lie. I actually, uh, to stretch the gummies out, the last time he got me gummies, I actually was doing only half at a time. So it really didn't fuck you up? No, it was better for me and how I felt. I did take a full one the first two times I took them and it kind of made my heart race a little and made me paranoid a little bit. So the next time I took the third time I took it, I broke it in half, which was well, there's a good thing. Gummies are not easy to break in half. Well, you just get a knife and cut them, but that's what normal people would do. I don't have one. Well, yeah, I have one in my purse, but, uh, So I broke it in half, and when I broke it in half, it worked better for me than taking a full one. 
By the way, coming up on members only, we're going to be having a talk about unions. I wonder how that's going to go, man, because there are pro-unioners and uh, non-pro-unioners. What's one more of these things? Uh, they imply you're at fault for your illness or shame you in a way to shape or like they shame you in a way. Yeah. Shame you by the way you look. You would have to say that's true. Yeah. I think so. I don't anyway. know. I don't know how many times in one, in one hour I was asked the one infamous question. Do you feel like harming yourself or others? I'm like, well, <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker, that would have been my answer. I'm about to like pepper spray you because you're getting on my nerves. But yeah, crazy hair. There's no way she just smoke medicinal because she gets stupid. No, I can't. I can't even take a piss without her crying and whining. And she's going to die. No, don't do it. I'll stick with the gummies. Thank you. <laughs> But what does that say? You're going to a place that is supposed to they're supposed be, to be helping you, but they're judging you. <laughs> they're supposed to be out there to help you. And one, What's up, Steve? they shouldn't be judging you on how your appearance is, which I, I was. Uh, to, Do you judge people by their appearance? I don't care what people look like. Shit, I judge them like a motherfucker. What are you talking about? I ain't stupid. I don't care. You have blue I mean, hair. I'm making fun of you. I mean, I did get thrown off at the gas station the other day by that one customer, but that's just because I've never seen the customer dress like that. So it was weird. Dress like abroad. Yeah. In a skirt with cowboy boots. But I think that's something as human nature. They're going to base a decision on what you look like. You know, you can have somebody dressed up perfect like a damn gigolo and you think they're rich as hell. Next thing you know, they're broke and living in their mom's house. I mean, it, it's 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 kind of crazy what you got to go through just to get mental help. Mm -hmm. um, now we see there's, you know, there's a lot of mental health issues out there that ain't being solved. Next thing you know, they go and shoot something up. Yeah. And I think you know, that's where your gun violence and a comes lot, from. And a lot of it is, is because they just want to push specific medications on people and they don't take the time to get to know you and your life before prescribing. And that's, you know what, that's also a parent's job because they do it to these kids. They might be acting up or something, you know, normal freaking kids shit that we did. And Next thing you know, they got ADD and they're on meds. And I'm going to be honest, while I was sitting in the waiting room, there was a young girl with her grandma mm. um, and they were filling out the paperwork for her first visit. And of course, I'm going to listen into what, of course, how you're, she's you're, talking. You're, you're, I was just sitting there. You're playing. nosy. I was sitting there playing while well, she was very loud. So I, I was and you listened. Yes, I did. And just listening to the girl, I if I had to guess, I'd say she was. She, well, I know she was 11 because I heard her say her age. So 11 years old. She was 11 years old. And to be honest with you, I raised the daughter. She was acting as if she was just a normal 11 year old child with mm -hmm. with her behavior. She wasn't, acting. but now they're going to put her on some kind of meds. Yeah. I have no idea. She got, I got called back before she did. So. Well, you know what I mean? That's what he's going to do right away. Cause if he did it to you, 
well, whoever she wasn't out in the waiting room when I came out, so I'm assuming What's she up, baby? Oh, obviously Steve. She, obviously she went to a different thing. She probably went to the child psychologist, but um mm -hmm. yeah, there I have a feeling she'll get put on stuff she might not need because to and me And the parents are gonna go along with it. And there was her grandparent, um whatever she, is gonna go along with it. I personally I don't think she needed anything. She from what I could hear from the conversation with her grandmother, she needs counseling. She doesn't need meds. Well, that's the best thing for him. Give him counseling is one thing, but giving him meds is different. Because I heard a lot of the conversation that she was having with her grandma. Dude, ass. I sat out there for 15 minutes. I got to hear a lot of what was going on. Don't ever talk life. around China now. This bitch, a freaking, uh, she'll get her nose right up into I it. I didn't say a damn thing. I just sat there playing solitaire. <laughs> yeah, but you listening like hell. Hell yeah, I did. Well, it's kind of hard not to. She was she was a loud girl. Her, uh, her voice carried, and she was laying on the floor and kept getting yelled at for laying on the I floor. I bet, man. <laughs> Normal kid that they're gonna turn into a zombie. Yeah, and but I mean, if I, if it was my child, I would have been like, yeah, you just need to talk to a counselor because she does have issues, but. She don't need to be. And see, that's the thing about younger kids. They got so many issues. And then adults want to add on to it by putting in sexualization and stuff like that. No, see, that's where it's wrong. Well, and the one part that, you know, didn't catch me off guard, but it was like just the way she said it to her grandma. She's like, can you Google how to spell this word? Like she was spelling a word and she didn't know how to spell it. And don't act like us adults don't do that shit. And I do it. If I don't know how to spell it, I'll Google it. I wait for autocorrect me, <laughs> motherfucker. And sometimes I spell it so wrong. Autocorrect doesn't even fix Cause it. Hollywoodism's hard to do. But and she goes, you'll have to use your phone, grandma, because mine's locked. So you can't get in it. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, yeah, that's a typical <laughs> kid right there. Put a screen lock on so your parents can't get in your phone. Well, true. Uh, Buffy couldn't get his son uh, to a, co a counselor. And isn't that what counselors used to be like in schools and stuff? They sit and talk to the kids and now they don't do that. They do. I mean, our daughter does, but I can't speak for all counselors. That's, right. That's what they're there for. Problem is, is they don't have time because there's not enough counselors at schools. True. Nine signs your psychiatrist isn't right for you was our main topic today. We're going to go to the members only in about 10 minutes, people, and talk about uh, unions and stuff like that. If you're not a member, you can join over on YouTube or Spotify. Those listening on to the radio, we're going to put you back 24-7, a rock and roll modern and all that good stuff. Hollywood might start doing a radio-only show pretty soon. Yes, rocking with Hollywood to be coming back. But uh, you guys uh, have a good one. Turn it up, baby. We'll talk to you later. Rock on. We'll see you over in the members-only section right after this. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more.
Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these.